0: Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Allen West here, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Program. Before they burn it down, hey folks, Lieutenant Carl Allen West here at Watchtower Firearms. This is the uh, custom design uh, AR-15 that was just made for me. It's got my Steadfast Laurel logo there. On this side, you can see my signature, my master Parachutist wings, of course, America flag. And I just wanna tell you that you can't be a great American unless you have a great American weapon. And that's exactly what Watchtower Firearms is building. Great American weapons, all American parts, manufactured right here in the great state of Texas. And oh by the way, the uh let me see, where is the serial number on this one? TX1836. If you're from Texas, I think you know what that means. God bless you. God bless Wash Style. Hey, third center. Yes. Hey, everyone, welcome back to the Steadfast and Lower program. I remember those little bumper stickers. I I haven't seen too many of them recently, but it had one word on it. It was blue and white, and it said coexistence. And it had all the different religious symbols and everything like that. But having been in the Middle East, uh, I don't think Islamic jihadists want to have coexistence. As a matter of fact, I don't think progressive socialists, leftists, Marxists, statists, communists, Historically, they don't want to have coexistence. They want complete totalitarian control. They want to you know, bring about their tyranny over you and your life. They want to be able to control every single decision, every single aspect of your life. And that can no longer be debatable here in the United States of America. When we're sitting around and talking about what type of stove you can have in your home, talking about what kind of car you can drive, What type of dishwasher? All of these things. Because they've created a new religion, and it's called climate change. It's called open borders. I was just recently down on the border. And here are people that believe that the United States of America is not a sovereign nation. They believe it's just a piece of land. In between Canada, Mexico, Atlantic Ocean, Gulf of Mexico, Pacific Ocean. And anybody that wants to come across, you come across. All of this, uh, you know, they're claiming asylum. Well, I've been down to the border. There ain't a lot of people talking about claiming asylum. And a lot of them are trying to evade any type of apprehension and checkpoints. Those aren't people looking for asylum. Those are people looking for something in affairs, but all of a sudden we're, we're supposed to coexist, but but that, that's not the case. You know, I know that phrase, come let us reason together. How can you reason with people that are telling you that you as a parent, you don't have a right to decide what your child is being taught? Or in certain states right now, they're saying that, you know, we're not going to inform any parents if their child wants to undergo child gender mutilation and hormonal therapies and puberty blockers, we, we're just not going to let the parents know. And furthermore, if there are parents that don't want to go along and acquiesce to what their child wants, and, and I think part of being an adult, part of being a parent is you're supposed to let a child know that we just don't give in to every your whim and desire. But now you can lose your child. How do you reason with that? How do you sit down and say, oh, okay, um, you know, Johnny, Jane, you don't want to be Johnny, you want to be Jane, and Jane, you want to be Johnny, and we're just going to go ahead and do it because the government says they'll come in and take you away from me. So how can you coexist with a thought process, an ideology? How can you reason with people that believe that they have the right to come into your home and intervene in the relationship that you have with your child. Oh, gummit West. They're not your child. Joe Biden said so. Jill Biden, Kamala Harris, White House mouthpiece, Kareem Jean-Pierre. They're not our child. They belong to them. They belong to the state. And I'm supposed to coexist with that type of thought. I'm supposed to reason with that type of thought. No. See, the progressive socialist leftists, and again, this is their history. They're not looking for coexistence. They're not looking for reason. They're looking for domination. And they subscribe to the mentality of by any means necessary. So if it's about instilling fear, if it's about coercion, it's about intimidation, ultimately violence. This is what they will do in order to achieve their ends because the ends justify the means by any means necessary. You know, Karl Marx, who came out and said, from each according to their ability to each according to their need. Who makes that decision? I mean, the United States Supreme Court came down and said that, oh, Joe, you can't go and take American taxpayer money, and relieve college student loan debt. You don't have that enumerated constitutional power. That's reasoning with people. But what has the Biden administration decided they're going to do? They're going to do it anyway. 468 billion dollars. And oh, by the way, the White House spokesperson a couple of weeks ago, she came out and said, what? That these college students are owed that okay so people that make a decision that they want to go for higher education that they have gone into a contractual obligation an agreement to financially borrow money that they say they will pay back now all of a sudden other people have to do it people that didn't go to college or people that did go to college and they pay back their own student loans Or people that went to trade schools, now they have to pay back somebody else. Where where does that come from? You can't coexist with that. But yet we are dealing with a philosophy of governance, the creed of ignorance, the philosophy of failure. That's what Winston Churchill called progressivism, socialism, Marxism, communism. That's saying that we don't care what you think or believe. We're going to impose our will upon you. We're going to impose our ideology upon you. We're going to murder unborn babies in the womb ad nauseam, ad infinitum, all the way up to the time of birth, and even afterwards. We're going to go after your children children who can't even go out and get a tattoo, but yet the state is going to take them away and mutilate their bodies, alter their bodies. Chloe Cole, she was 12. And this whole false argument about uh, would you rather see your gender dysphoric daughter become a male or would you rather have a dead teenager, a dead child? That's a false statement. But that's what they do. That's part of that coercion that they push upon parents to try to get their consent. And, and, And again, we have parents out there that I don't know. Should they really be parents? I mean, if your 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 child comes up and says, "I want to hit a bourbon." You going to give him bourbon? "Let me let me have a, a cigarette." You going to give him a cigarette? Your your 10 or 11-year-old comes up and says, "I I'd like to have my own gun." You it, oh. <laughs> we can't have kids having guns, but we can believe that they're mature enough to make a decision about their bodies. Look, you know, if you're an adult, you can go out and, and, and knock yourself out. Believe our kids alone. But that's not what the left is all about. You know, the left does not want a political opposition. They don't want to hear anyone that stands in the way or gets in the way of their ideological agenda. I think you can go back to 2010 when, you know, their self-professed Messiah and Savior, little M, little S. Let me make sure I say that. Barack Obama came out and said when speaking to a uh, a Latino group, he he said in 2010, we're going to punish our enemies. Man, if John McCain... Had to say anything like that. Mitt Romney said anything. I mean, anybody say anything like that. You know, the left be screaming. But it's okay when they say it. Because they do see you in opposition to their ideological agenda, uh, agenda as an enemy. And it's all about dehumanizing you and making you easy to be a target. How can you coexist with that? You can't. How can you reason with that? You can't. Because here are individuals that believe that if you don't get on board with us, as Barack Obama once said, you can get to the back of the bus. But he's saying that we're going to punish our enemies. I mean, look at what has happened in our country when we got an organization like Antifa. Or even BLM, James Revenge. Here are organizations that have gone out and enacted violence destroy buildings, responsible for murders. But for some odd reason, we can't find them, we can't put them in jail, nothing against them. We can't declare them domestic terrorists. But did you recently see the pictures of the solitary confinement of some of the folks in the D.C. Gulag? That's what it is, the Bastille. I mean, that's how we're treating Americans, because the left said they're insurrectionists. They're bad people. That, uh, quote-unquote, QAnon shaman, which I have no idea what a QAnon shaman means, okay? But there were people saying that he should have been shot. Because, see, that's how the left coexists, by eliminating their political opposition. All the while, they're allowing their new version of the brown shirts, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back to the late 1930s Germany. The thugs that roamed the streets there and pushed and enforced the policies of one Adolf Hitler. That's where we're getting. This creation of of an atmosphere of fear. So now, yeah, you know, were there wrong things that happened on January 6th without a doubt, but you can't violate people's constitutional rights. And at the same time, we're throwing Americans, you know, into this gulag state. We are denying them their constitutional rights, due process, and all of this. We're allowing people to come across the border just willy-nilly however they want because that's what the left believes in, and they get put up in four-star hotels, three or four square meals a day to include snacks. Now we've got these tents being established in communities up in New York where American kids will not be able to go out and play soccer or play football because, you know, this tent is being established in housing illegal immigrants, not migrants, illegal immigrants. And a lot of times, single military-aged males with arrest records, with criminal records, and now they're going to be roaming freely in neighborhoods and communities. But that's the left's ideological agenda, so that's fine. You speak out against that, the left is going to come after you. You know, again, I will continue to say this, that if January 6th was an insurrection on the scale of 9-11, where close to 3,000 Americans lost their lives, the left has a way of, over exaggerating and overplaying their hand that's what evil always does but the only person that died on January the 6th the only person that was shot on January the 6th was an Air Force veteran by the name of Ashley Babbitt n- n- nobody I don't know who shot her if anything is manslaughter but nothing because for the left, if you are standing up against their ideological agenda, you deserve to be shot. We don't care. And you will be just cast on the ash heap of never to be remembered. And the person that shot you will be celebrated. Because that was heroic. To shoot a woman who had no weapon was really I think, posing no threat, but she's gone. See, that's what leftism does. Don't believe me? Go back and look at all the videos from Hitler, Stalin, Lenin, Mao, Pol Pot, Castro, Chavez, Maduro, Pinochet of the opposition being lined up against the wall and shot. That's their version of coexistence. We just get rid of you. You want to coexist, then you just agree. You get on board with what we're doing. Otherwise, we're going to eliminate you. Which is why they don't want us to have our Second Amendment constitutional right. It doesn't align with their ideological right. It gets in the way of them advancing their ideological agenda. I I mean, if I'm wrong, tell, tell me, folks. But you know I'm not. And that's the scary part of it. That all of these things are happening right before our eyes. And for whatever reason... We don't have a loyal political opposition that is pushing back against them. We're being fed up like sheep to the slaughter. I mean, if, if you're going to run for president against them, I mean, they're just going to come out and bring up all of these indictments and things of this nature. I mean, a lot of the things that the left is bringing up against former President Trump, they've done. I mean, go back and look at 2004 election, 2008 election, 2016 election, all this election denial. Stacey Abrams still has not conceded to losing her gubernatorial election in Georgia, creating, you know, wanting to seat different electors. All these challenges that they put into the court system because they want power. Now, all of a sudden, if you stand in their way, they're going to use lawfare against it. Look at what is happening in Michigan with the attorney general in Michigan. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel announced Tuesday of uh, this past week that 16 people were indicted on multiple felony accounts related to their involvement in an alleged false elector scheme after the 2020 presidential election. Among those indicted were Republican National Committee woman Kathy Burden and Michonne Maddock, the former co-chair of the Michigan Republican Party. Nestle charged that the 16 people falsely claimed to be electors in the election in order to claim that former President Donald Trump had been reelected. I mean, you can have alternate electors. And I think we all know that there are some concerns about what happened in Michigan because last time I checked, judges, secretaries of state, and governors can't change election law. Only a legislative branch can change election law. But when you look at Georgia, when you look at Texas, when you look at Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, in every single one of those six states, you had governors, secretaries of states, or judges, change in election law, all over this thing about COVID. No emergency suspends the rule of law or the process by which we create law or amend law. But, but yet, to understand that constitutional process, now all of a sudden, you're an enemy. And we have to silence you. We have to shut you down. I mean, making parents out to be domestic terrorists, but we cannot call Antifa James Revenge or BLM domestic terrorists when they're going out and destroying property and beating people up. When you go back and read what happened to Andy No, who we had on this program, Andy No had an ultimate beatdown up in Portland. I mean, we're talking about severe damage, could have lost his life. They held the trial over to the two Antifa members who were responsible for his beatdown. The defense lawyer for those two Antifa members stood in the courtroom and said, I am Antifa. I'm a member of Antifa. And looked to the jury and said, I will remember your faces. And the people who were responsible for the beatdown of Andy were found not guilty. See, that's how the left rolls. And, you know, was just going out there and exposing Antifa for who they were. He was an investigative journalist. They didn't like that. And when did we get to the point where we're going to allow masked individuals to operate freely in the United States of America? None of them is sitting in a solitary confinement in the D.C. gulag. Because the left wants coercion, intimidation, threats, and ultimately violence. They want to create an atmosphere of fear. They don't want to coexist. They run around with bumper stickers. They don't mean it. They say, you know, you know we want more bipartisanship. They don't mean it. When they're in the majority, they're tyrannical. Even in the minority, they're tenacious. Maxine Waters. Oh, Mad Max. Stands up there early on in the Trump administration, you know, admonishing people to violence, to get it in their faces that they go out to restaurants or wherever. And guess what the leftists did? They did exactly that. Was she ever brought up on charges for inciting violence? Nope. Because it was okay. Because how dare this person win an election? and upset their little ideological agenda. And how dare he have these people that are part of his administration? So they have to be attacked as well. You know, we we are at the point now where political opposition speech is criminalized. They're, they are going to have these Soros-backed district attorneys who are less concerned about the domestic violence and the crime on the streets more so than silencing you. Because coexistence means nothing to leftists. Coexistence is just a, a bumper sticker. It's really a, an art of deception. Because who they really are is not about coexistence. I mean, who would have ever thought the FBI infiltrating the Catholic Church? The Catholic Church. (laughs) Damn them for being pro-life. Or going and arresting someone because they believe in protecting the sanctity of life, which last time I checked, the very first inalienable right in the Declaration of Independence, and I think it's for born and unborn, is life. You read Frederick Bastiat's, essay the law written in 1850 what's the responsibility of the government to protect our life our liberty and our property nope for the left that's not the responsibility of government the responsibility of government when the left is in charge is to impose their ideological agenda their will upon you to get you to knuckle down and now all of a sudden we're starting to hear this whole mess come back again about wearing masks and six feet separation, and kids, you know, about to go back into college and and being told that, eh, you know, you one of those people that ain't got that shot in your arm. I don't think we're going to let you come on campus. You can study online. Even after we know all that we know about this shot and not having the efficacy that supposedly we were told it had. And now we're saying, again, we're going to try to go down that path. It's about control. I think I was reading in, over in London that they have these zones. When you drive through these zones, they can tell whether or not you have a proper carbon footprint type of vehicle. And you are having to pay an extra fine if you drive through this zone and you don't have the right type of carbon footprint vehicle. We know that here in the United States of America, I think Duval Patrick, the former governor of Massachusetts, wanted to put a device in vehicles to track your mileage. And now we hear about this climate change state of emergency coming from the Maui fires, which... We're starting to learn that if the Hawaiian Power and Light, the electrical company, if they had shut off the power, maybe those power lines when they were down because of the high winds, and you have high winds out there. It is an island. When those down power lines went down, they sparked fires. And now we know that there's some climate change nutcase that was restricting water. What's this thing about water equity? I, I thought everybody had the right to have some H2O. As Bobby Boucher said in the, you know, the, 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 was it the water boy? This is high-quality H2O. But I guess the left don't want us to have any H2O. This is what These are the nutcases that we have allowed to go into elected positions here in the United States of America. And they are flowing downstream from the ideology of a man that was an ultimate nutcase, Karl Marx, who was all about socioeconomic division, but now the modern-day cultural Marxists have created this cultural Marxism here in the United States of America. So next time you see, if you do see, someone with a coexistence bumper sticker, just shake your head because they have no desire to coexist. They're just trying to profess that. That's, that's just the, the, uh, the deceptive shield that goes up. What they want is your complete subjugation, subservience, and submission. And as I said in the previous monologue, if you don't agree with them, you're a racist. Everything is, is, is you're a racist. Because they think that's how we get real nervous in our skin. But we've got to fight through that. We've got to understand that they have created their own new religion that's based upon their ideological agenda. And just the same as when King Henry VIII created the Church of England, if you don't bow down to worship their church, bow down to their altar, bow down to their false gods with a little g, It's about political persecution, legal persecution, destroying your businesses, all of these things, destroying your personal life and livelihood because they don't care. Joe Biden whipped out to Maui for a little short visit and went right back to his vacation. He came up with this false story about how some lightning strike almost caused him to lose his house and his 67 Corvette in front of people that have lost everything. He told those Gold Star families who lost their loved ones in Afghanistan because of the decision he made, he said he made the decision, that it was just the same as him losing his son Bo Son Bo died of cancer in Walter Reed, not in a faraway land, due to a suicide bomber. These are evil, heartless people. I said it. I mean it. The history of leftism shows us that. The hundreds of millions of people that have lost their lives because of this ideology that these people subscribe to. And I was here, knocking on our door by way of an FBI raid. The man out in Utah, who's now dead, because supposedly he issued a social media threat to the president. Madonna in Washington, D.C., after inauguration, talked about how she dreamed of blowing up the White House. Nothing. Johnny Depp talked about killing the president. Nothing. Snoop Dogg did a video where he held a gun uh, to the head of a Donald Trump lookalike. Nothing. In New York, they had a play that resembled the Julius Caesar assassination. Except it wasn't Julius Caesar. The actor was dressed and looked like Donald Trump. Nothing. Because eradication and elimination of political opposition is what leftism is all about. We better wake up to that fact and understand the importance of the 2024 election cycle. Not just at the federal government level, but at the state level and at the local level, especially at the local level. City Council, School Boards, County Commissions. Gird yourselves for battle. I for one will not coexist. I for one will not be subservient. I for one will not subjugate myself. I for one will not submit to an ideology that is the antithesis of our constitutional republic and you should not either. Make your choice steadfast, and loyal. Before they burn it down